0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to episode 57 of Gossip Column. Yes, the show is discusses who is going where in association with Loserpool. As you should know the drill by now, 10 minutes of your time is all I need. In return, you get a big plate of juicy transfer gossip to start your morning. And once again, it's something from the specials board this morning because we're going to be focusing on some clubs. Not necessarily the transfers, but the clubs and what they need to do this summer to kick them on for next season. And where should we start this morning on episode 57? Let's start at Stamford Bridge. And I think, hopefully, by the time you listen to this episode, Frank Lampard should finally be Chelsea manager because I'm absolutely sick of talking about whether he's going to be Chelsea manager or not. Frank Lampard of Frank Lampard's Derby County should hopefully be Frank Lampard of Frank Lampard's Chelsea. I mean, negotiations would have to go incredibly wrong for him not to be Chelsea manager by the time you listen to this. With that out of the way, let's focus on what he and Chelsea can do next season. So, Frank, no transfers as things stand. Obviously, he's got Pulisic as a new player, Kovačević as a new, player, a new permanent signing. So, a little bit laboured, but um, you can't get anyone else in. Now, this might be something of a free hit for Frank, and it almost gives him not a get-out-of-jail-free card, but a sort of a season's grace. You know, as long as they don't finish, like, 12th or 14th, then I think whatever he does next season, he'll be in the job the season after. And then it's a case of, right, Frank, if you can get, obviously, me and Frank, best friends and all that, um, so a bit of role play. I've said to Frank, Frank, if you can get me, Chelsea, in the uh, into Europe, you know, top six, then we'll back you to the hilt next season money-wise. You know, it's not that we haven't got the money, we just can't spend it. Not only that, but it gives him the chance to finally use some of these players that have been out on loan. You only have to look at what he did at Derby and the players that were on loan from other clubs um, and the sort of job he did there. And it obviously shows that he can work with young talent that young talent that was on loan at Derby can then be used at Chelsea. Mason Mount being an example of that. So again, this could be sort of a line in the sand moment for Chelsea as well. Because if Frank, again my mate Frank, if he can get Chelsea into Europe without buying any players and using young players, then it might be sort of a a culture shift or like a, a, a change of rationale at Stamford Bridge. Because it might be, do you know what, actually why do we keep having to chase for Big money players. Why not look at youth? We've got all this youth we're not using. Why don't we give this more of a chance? Now, it's very easy to say that from an outsider's point of view because obviously it is a results business. And if you don't get results, you go out of business. So, I think, like I say, yeah, it's just take a chance this season. And I think the fact that Frank Lampard is the manager, that's a chance in itself. A lot of that perhaps comes down to the fact that Chelsea have burnt through all the managers they could appoint 15 years now, Bramovich has been the owner of Chelsea. The revolving door has been revolving far too much. And you look down the list of names, and there's not really many obvious candidates that could take the Chelsea job that are left or would want to take it. Or, you know, you get names like Laurent Blanc, who's not been a manager for like three seasons. You think, why on earth like, would you put him out of the wilderness to be Chelsea boss? It's like, it's like getting David O'Leary as Chelsea manager or Alan Kerbishley. Like, you know, you get the idea, though. So... Just the, f- the fact that it's almost written the stars of Frank, and I think he almost can't fail, which is like I say, the perfect grounding for him. And it just gives him a launch pad, and you know there might be a success. You don't know. Um, a club legend going back to manage though is always something of a poison chalice. There's always that danger because you only have to look at Glenn Hoddle as Tottenham manager. You know when he was Tottenham manager, everyone thought this is the Messiah. You know he's back and he's going to lead the club to To greatness, he didn't lead the club to greatness, did he? He was a very ego-driven manager. You know, still the best on the training pitch, which ultimately was saying a lot about Tottenham squad at the time. It's obviously sort of damning the faint praise if your manager's the best player on the training pitch. However, you know that ultimately is not going to lead to a long-term conducive, you know, like good relationship. So it can go wrong. So obviously, you know, Chelsea will look at this and think. Yes, there are pluses and minuses to this. But I think there's more pluses. And I think they're actually going to be... Not a dark horse. I wouldn't say they're going to be Premier League title candidates. But I think they're going to have a solid season. And I wouldn't be surprised if they are the last of the top four. um, Pipping, I think, Man United and Arsenal. Actually, while I'm here, I'm going to pick the top six. And I think it's going to be as such. So, I'm going to nail down these predictions. They might change by August. But to kill some time, I'm going to go for this as my top six. I'm going to go Liverpool to finally win a Premier League title. I think this is it. I think Man City might finally trip over themselves in terms of the Premier League race. Um, a lot actually might go down to the fact of whether they can get their squad bigger because they haven't got enough homegrown players at the moment, which means their squad might be stuck at 21. And when you're trying to win a third Premier League title in a row, obviously you've got great players that have won you two in a row, but then you're sort of thinking, how can we rejuvenate? You know, How can we make the, the evolution rather than the revolution and all that? So... That could be their tripping up this season. Not only that, they still want a Champions League desperately, don't they? So when you look at what Liverpool have got and what Man City have got, they'll be more than happy to switch um, proceedings come the end of next season. So I think it's going to be Liverpool one, Man City two, Tottenham three. Um, like I say, Chelsea four, Man United five, Arsenal six. I think that's going to be my top six, and uh, that's the top six covered. Now let's talk about where should we go? Newcastle. I think they might be getting relegated this season. Not only have they lost their manager, but I think by the time you've listened to this, Ayode Perez might have gone to Leicester. So obviously if he hasn't, just fast forward this bit. But if he does, that's not good news for Newcastle because he hit a real purple patch at the end of last season. Um, Freed up by the fact that Almiron has sort of given him the licence to not just try and create his own goals, but Almiron was the creator, Perez was the goalscorer. They worked in good tandem together even if Perez doesn't sort of leave and this bit is still back on track, you know, losing Benitez is that absolute hammer blow when you think about it. The one bit of business they should have done this summer is getting that man by hook or by crook to sign a new contract to let him slip out the door. Well, actually, he didn't really even slip out the door. He was embarrassingly told that oh, actually you're off or he's leaving. Do you know what I mean? It's a really badly handled situation of this statement that he didn't know anything about. Really poor, but unfortunately, that says a lot about the way the club is run. Um, the fact that he's gone I mean, again, like whoever you bring in, you know, names like David Moyes, Avram Grant, like it's just they're not names that would fill any Newcastle fan with confidence. And Benitez, let's not be funny, was a miracle worker with the players he had. I'm not casting too many spurs about Newcastle squad, but on the balance of what they were, they weren't great, were they? You know, they did much better than what they deserved to do or that they had the right to do. So with a new manager coming in, obviously it is a clean slate, but you do wonder if he can get that extra 10%, 20% out of the kind of players that would be at his disposal, and you'd probably think not. So um, they're not favourites to go down at the moment, but I think if you're taking a punt now with, what, six weeks before the start of the season, that might be where the smart money goes. Um, Where else should we go? Let's go to West Ham. Now, Manuel Pellegrini had an iffy start to last season, and many were saying, oh, God, like what have we done? We've got the wrong man here. Turned it around to a certain degree. West Ham's inconsistency was their massive undoing, though. You know, They sort of have aspirations of being a club in Europe with their Olympic Stadium and all that. They've not delivered that yet. Actually, they have. That's a massive lie. They were in their, um, that first season, weren't they? But that was a very short-lived campaign. I actually went to the first ever game at the Olympic Stadium. There's a footnote. Anyway, so I should know that, but anyway, never mind. But um, a proper tilt at Europe they've not really had. Um, and again, like I say, it's inconsistency. They're not a bad unit at home, but when you get them away from home... They crumble. And I think if they can iron out those deficiencies, they could be a lot handier. But there's a big queue of clubs ahead of them. You know, I think I referenced it on yesterday's episode. Um, Where did we start? Leicester, Wolves, Everton. Um, You can even put Watford in the mix above them. So I think West Ham are going to be sort of doing well to get in the top half again. But again, second season, all that. Pellegrini can build on what he's got, but I just, you look at West Ham's team and you think if they sell Arnautovic to this unnamed Chinese club, then they're not going to get any better. And I think European football might be just a mere pipe dream. And that wraps up things for today. So it just leaves me to say that my name's Dan Tracy. This is The Real Footballcast in association with Loser Paul. And until next time, goodbye.